Hey, welcome or welcome back to the Uncomfortable is Okay podcast. I'm your host, Chris Desmond. This is the show where we help you get better at doing the hard stuff that makes life exciting. Today, Tuesday, usually an interview-based episode. Unfortunately, a couple of the interviews that I had fell through. Uh, I've got some awesome ones lined up in the next couple of weeks. But what I thought I would talk about instead for 20 minutes or so was having a chat about hope and how we can generate empower hope in, in other people, but also in ourselves. With specific respect to building our resilience. Because I think, obviously to do hard things especially to do hard things proactively we need to be resilient as as individuals we need to be resilient as societies as well and the way that i define resilience is is the ability to to navigate and recover from challenge quickly and effectively and i think hope is a is a really really important part of that i want to read you a quote from mark manson some of you guys may have read mark's books he's the author of the subtle art of not giving a fuck this quote is actually from everything is fucked a little book about hope and it goes a little something like this the opposite of happiness is hopelessness an endless gray horizon of resignation and indifference it's the belief that everything is fucked so why do anything at all? Let that percolate with you for a, a minute or two. It's a really powerful quote. It's a really interesting quote that there are a lot of people out there who, who aren't happy basically at any time in their life. And, and part of that, I think, is a, is a lack of hope that they have. And if there is no hope, then there is no resilience. Why do anything at all if you don't have hope? You're not going to take on challenges in the first place. You're not going to recover from challenges you're not going to recover from the challenges that life is inevitably going to throw at you as well so today i wanted to have a little bit of a chat about how i think about hope and and how we can can foster it in ourselves but also how we can foster it in other people as well and in those around us who we love and it's a three-part process so the first part is the concept so to create hope we need to actually be able to start to conceptualize some kind of future that we want, something that we are are hoping for. And it can be small, it can be big, it can be uh, something that we're just curious about. And with the concept, it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be like a, a smart goal. It doesn't need to be really specific, really measurable, really time bound can be hey this is a direction that I'm curious about this is a direction that I want to head in it's a direction that I want to to pursue and I hope that something cool is going to come from it and if it doesn't turn out the way that I expected at least I will have had an interesting experience so it's starting to conceptualize where do I want to go what direction do I want to head in what do I want to to be experiencing and if we think a little bit about hope as is kind of like the end of the light at the end of the tunnel, it's going to give you something to head towards, and it's going to keep you keep you going because you want to you want to get out of this dark, wet, dripping tunnel and want to get into the light. And the first step is is to be able to conceptualize the outcome, and that's like actually just to start with being able to see the light at the end of the tunnel and and to know that it's there. 
So a way that I do it sometimes is just to sit down and have a, have a think, hey, what is it that I'm curious about? What is it that I want to, to head towards? Having a few ideas, not needing to have them bound in stone. Some people love to to write those really specific um, measurable goals. Um, and if that's one of you, then that's fantastic. Other people like a little bit more fluidity, like, hey, this is the stuff that I want to do. This is the direction that I that I want to move in. And they're happy with a little bit more ambiguity around things. And if that's you, that's also cool. There's no right way. There's no wrong way to do it. But I think having the ability to conceptualize the direction that you want to move in starts to create hope because as I said, if there's no hope, there's no resilience. If you can't conceptualize what it is that you're hoping for, you're not going to take any action. You're not going to get any better at dealing with challenges. The second part of the way that I think about hope and the way that we can utilize it in in building our resilience is around the concept of control. Because having hope does require a sense of control and for someone to have a sense of hope be it you be it someone around you be it society in general to have that hope we also need to be able to feel that we can exercise some control over the situation and if you don't have any control then it's really hard to have hope so if we think about it again from that that light at the end of the tunnel perspective is that the control is is actually having the feeling that you can walk towards the light, that you aren't just going to be stuck in this tunnel for the, the rest of your life. If you don't have that sense of control that you can walk towards the light, then you start to lose hope. You start to lose any sense of potential happiness as well. You really start to lose any resilience. And a really interesting case study in terms of in terms of control around hope, um, and I've talked about this guy before on the podcast, and, and again, he's not everyone's cup of tea, but it's a guy called David Goggins. And Goggins was, he was a 300-pound guy who sprayed uh, restaurants for cockroaches and made a thousand bucks a month. He was, he was sitting here with this life, and he wasn't happy, he wasn't fulfilled, he really had minimal hope, but he started to conceptualize, what do I want to do, where do I want to go with this, and his concept was to become a Navy SEAL, which as a 300 pound guy who sprayed for cockroaches, was going to be a pretty big ask, so once he had the concept, what he needed to do was he needed to start walking towards that light at the end of the tunnel and figure out what he could control in the process. And actually it turned out that one of the things that he could control was was walking. So he needed to start to exercise. So he got out there and he started to control the activity that he performed. He started to control getting out going for a walk, which turned into getting out going for a run, which turned into controlling what he put in his body in terms of changing his diet and changing his eating habits. But also it turned into the control around hey, there's a test to get into the Navy SEALs. I need to sit down and I need to study for that. Taking those steps that you can control and figuring out what they are and starting to put some control measures around them so you can start moving along the pathway towards what it is, the concept that you're hoping for. There is a lot of stuff out there 
that we can't control. There's there's a lot of stuff in society. There's a lot of stuff in our environment. There are responsibilities that we have that we need to maintain. But there are always going to be some things that we can control in the situation that get us closer to that light at the end of the tunnel. And it might be a slow process and it might need a, a shit ton of patience, but figuring out what it is that you can control. So once you've, once you've figured out uh, what your concept is, actually then spending a little bit of time and thinking, okay, here's the concept, here's where I want to go, that's the light at the end of the tunnel. What are the things that I can control that are going to help me to get towards that? And even coming up with a list of, of two or three to start with and then starting to take action around that is, is really important for generating a sense of hope but also for training our ability to be resilient as well. Training our ability to navigate and to recover from challenge. And the third thing that I think about in regards to hope, and if you've got the first two, you can get there by yourself eventually. But this third thing really expedites the process. And the third part of of creating hope and using hope to help build resilience in yourself and in other people is a sense of community. And it can be a sense of community with people who have already achieved what it is that we're trying to achieve and those people as examples then give us some hope that we can also do it too or they can be people that are like us that are um that are striving along that path and that towards the light at the end of the tunnel and and make us feel supported in the journey so again going back to the light at the end of the tunnel it's like having other people either walk towards the light or it's actually being able to see people out already at the other end of the tunnel. So having the sense of community, having the sense of support is really helpful in, in expediting the, your ability to hope. It, it generates more hope in you, but tends to make the process towards the concept a little bit faster as well because you have that more support around you. And one of the more interesting senses of community or one of the biggest senses of community out there is the CrossFit community is that here is a bunch of people who are all hoping to become fitter become more athletic probably hoping for a few other things based on the exercise that they choose and the control they exert over that everyone probably knows someone that does CrossFit um, and everyone has probably had that person tell you how awesome CrossFit is as well, probably multiple times, sometimes so many times that you get pissed off about it and just tell them to shut up. One of the good things about that is that that amazing sense of community there is a, is a really good example of a bunch of people moving towards hope in a supportive way. Everyone is kind of pushing each other along with, with their hope um, and with the things that they control and, and can point out different things that you can bring in that you can control as well but also with the crossfit community it's not just it's not just people at that specific crossfit box or it's the people that you kind of go out and and exercise with it's the fact that the crossfit games are on tv now as well they're on espn and you can watch 
these phenomenal athletes at the peak of their performance exercising on tv and you can that can create hope in you and that can give you something a concept to strive for uh, or that can support you in striving for your concept yours might not be to compete at the crossfit games but it might be something else that you, you see hey this person has got to this level i don't want to get to that level but i do want to do this and that creates a sense of inspiration for you to push towards your concept. And that doesn't just happen in, in CrossFit as well, is that it's looking for a community around what it is that you're striving for, what it is that you're hoping for, that concept that you, you want to move towards. In this day and age, most of the time, you can jump on the internet and you can find people that have done what it is that you're doing. You can find people who are doing what it is that you want to do. And they may be local to you or they may be just online. They may just be, they may be stories. They may be podcasts. They may be vlogs, just YouTube videos of how to do this. Medium articles. There's a bunch of ways that you can look for community around the concept that you're striving for and having this community there again improves your resilience because what it does is it gives you more support as you're moving through a challenge and everyone's been challenged before and sometimes it's super super lonely when you're in the midst of a challenge and you feel like you have no support you have no inspiration you have no one there around you but the most important thing that you can do at that point in time other than focusing on your concept and focusing on the things that you control can control is actually just look for a community that has done this that is doing this that knows how to do this and linking in with them some way because having that community there is going to keep you on track keep you moving through the challenge and is going to generate more hope for you that actually this thing can be done. People have done it before, people are doing it now, why can't I do this as well? So that's kind of how I think about utilizing the concept of hope in terms of building resilience in ourselves, building resilience in other people, building resilience in our societies as well, is that we need to have we need to have a sense of hope. We need to be able to conceptualize that. We need to look for what we can control in the situation so that we can get head towards the concept. And if we can wrap ourselves in a community that's also doing this or has done this, then that's really going to help with the process. And you can see that just going through that you're going to start to train yourself to become more resilient. You're going to start to train yourself to get better at dealing with challenges in the moment, get better at recovering from challenges afterwards, and your resilience levels are going to increase. And then sooner or later, people are going to start coming towards you looking for that sense of community as they strive to achieve what it is that they are hoping for. So again, remember, the opposite of happiness is hopelessness, an endless grey horizon of resignation and indifference. It's the belief that everything is fucked. So why do anything at all? 
I'd love to hear what you guys are hoping for. If you need some some support more than just listening to a podcast about helping turn this hope into into reality, getting better at building resilience in yourself and, and navigating a challenge, hit me up. You can send me a message on social media, uh, Uncomfortable is Okay, on Facebook and Instagram. Search for me on LinkedIn, Chris Desmond or send me an email uncomfortableisokay at gmail.com really happy to have a chat with you about coming up with with some concepts or about creating a, some controllables around what it is that you're that you're conceptualizing what it is that you're hoping for it's one of the things that i really enjoy doing so would love to hear what it is that you're hoping for and if you need more than just listening to the podcast let me know Again, apologies that there is no interview episode this week, but got some great ones lined up for you about people who are super resilient actually and are probably going to inspire some hope in you as well. So thank you so much for getting uncomfortable with me today.